0: This is Hacker Public Radio episode 3232 for Tuesday the 22nd of December 2020. Today's show is entitled NextCloud and is part of the series Privacy and Security. It is hosted by CLAR2 and is about 21 minutes long and carries a clean flag. The summary is NextCloud is easy. You should try it. This episode of HPR is brought to you by Archive.org. Support universal access to all knowledge by heading over to archive.org forward slash donate.
1: Everybody, this is Glad you You're listening to Hacker Public Radio. I'm responding to an email thread post by somebody, and in it, this person asked, I'm almost sure it was Kevin. Uh, yes, it was Kevin O'Brien. And uh, he's asking about... Nextcloud is sort of uh, a rundown on on what Nextcloud is all about, how it works, how it gets installed, what you can run it on, and so on. So Nextcloud is, I mean, this is probably very much what you would expect from a marketing spiel, but it really is a platform. Nextcloud is your home away from home. It is a place that you can put, that you can create online for yourself to go to, and do all kinds of activities. You can keep your calendar there, you can write documents there, or, um, yeah, text documents there. You can upload your photos and sort of view photos. You can use, to some degree, chat and video chat and all kinds of different app- little apps in the next cloud environment. I think there are probably about, I don't know, 15 different Hacker Public Radio episodes on each one of those apps, not fifteen per app, sorry. Fifteen consisting of each uh, of one episode per app. So anyway, th- that's a, it's a big discussion, but we may as well start at the beginning, which would be how do you get the thing? So let's talk a little bit first about where is it from. So NextCloud is the is the successor to a little thing called OwnCloud, and OwnCloud I have been using since, or I was using way back, and I don't know. Let's call it twenty. 2012 2011 2010 that time frame and i i know this because it kind of more or less saved my job in a way i was at a, a, a work uh, place that i worked at and they needed some like groupware They needed a place online where they could store documents and share documents across the organization. It was strangely difficult to find a really good open source solution for that. I mean, there were open source solutions, but a lot of them were kind of structured around at least to my memory at that time, were structured more around kind of like the, I guess, traditional at that point, just shared folders across a network, which you'd think would be fine. you think that would be completely workable. But people, for whatever reason, wanted to live in their web browser and couldn't quite grasp the concept that their data from their workplace lived at their workplace. That was at that time, it was becoming old-fashioned, that that was not something that was acceptable. Now, I thought there was a strong argument that that should be the case, but uh, the management was a little bit lackluster there, and basically whatever people said they wanted, uh, they were expected to get, and so it was up to me to either implement a solution or live with the fact that there was rampant shadow IT going on. So own cloud was the solution to having... All of your work files available to you at all times, from home, from work, wherever you are. You can log into the the intranet and 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 grab whatever document you need instantly. And OwnCloud was was the solution for that. And then you could share that with someone else, and so on. So you could create shared folders, uh, shared documents, and and that sort of thing. What OwnCloud at that time did not have was any kind of real time collaboration. Office software. So I should just, I want to get that out in the open immediately. And even now, Nextcloud doesn't really have that built in. There is something called OnlyOffice, which is an open source collaborative Office suite that can hook into your Nextcloud or OwnCloud uh, install, but that is a separate topic. A- and it's not one that I have experience with myself. Okay, back to the original story. So OwnCloud was a thing and then at some point the, own, the the direction that owncloud was going into just didn't quite seem very i guess user friendly or necessarily responsive to what users tended to be asking for and so the creator of owncloud uh forked it into nextcloud and i have to say it has been so much better ever since it's been an amazing amazing project Ever since then, I switched over to Nextcloud almost immediately, and I used it daily, all day, at one of my other workplaces, not the, not the own cloud workplace, the other workplace, where I installed it on a personal server of mine and, and used it to access personal files at work, not that I wanted to access personal files at work so that I didn't have to do my work. My work was very fun. But you know, sometimes you want to make a note to yourself or something. And instead of just emailing myself a dozen notes to myself as I thought of them, I would document them in a notepad that I had just kind of keep, you know, I would keep a running uh, a note uh, to myself on on my NextCloud uh, instance. Or I would go to my NextCloud instance to check on a calendar, a shared calendar, that me and my partner share, and she would upload, or not upload, but, you know, add an event to a calendar, and my NextCloud calendar would then subscribe. It would subscribe to that iCalendar uh event and it would show that event on on my calendar and so on. So it was a, it was a good little personal information manager management system for me for, for truly, truly years, like three or four years every day I was in, I was living, you know, my entire personal internet experience was within NextCloud. If it seems like I am speaking really, really highly of NextCloud, it's because I think very, very highly of NextCloud. It is an amazing project and I think ultimately, no matter what I say here, ultimately the, the way that you are going to find out about Nextcloud for yourself is to just give it a go. Give it a shot, see, see if it works for you. Obviously it'll depend on what you're looking to do with it, and as with any project, the, the many different aspects of it are in different states of development. So for instance, Nextcloud did, and I think, well does, does have video chat capability. What with WebRTC technology and and so on, it's, I guess, relatively simple to sort of integrate that into an online application such as Nextcloud, and they have. It is far from perfect, however, at least when I tested it, I was I struggled to get um, phone calls going with it. I tested it with a couple of friends, and we couldn't really get a group call going. It, there were a lot of sort of uh, bumps in that road. But on the other hand, I mean, first of all, that was a year ago now, so I don't I don't know for a fact that it is. It may be a lot better now. It might be a, a, a really great experience. But at that time, when it was still relatively new, it was a little bit troublesome. But that aside. Other aspects of it, like the calendaring app and the 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 text editing and um, the the markdown note uh, mechanism that it has, and all these other things that I use daily, are are in great shape and have been for years. So it it just kind of depends on what you're looking for. Don't 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 necessarily bank on something until you've tried it and kind of uh, well auditioned it. I guess would be the thing that. That I would do. Nextcloud also has a really nice sort of always-on integrated photo management system. So if you have your Nextcloud signed in on, uh, so if you've signed in on to your Nextcloud on your mobile device, and your mobile device, as most of them do these days, have a camera, has a camera on it, then Nextcloud will detect that you have a pictures folder and offer nicely. I think once to synchronize your photos with your nextcloud instance so you don't have to send your photos up to um iCloud or or what's the Google one Google Google Photos probably is what they would call that. So yeah, you don't have to do that. You can just sync it to your own nextcloud instance for your your remote backups or your synchronization whatever we're calling it these days. Very cool feature. So nextcloud uh, as you might have started to to guess, it is a little bit multi-platform, so you can or, or cross-device, I guess. So you can put Nextcloud on a server of yours, and we'll get into what kind of servers you need for that in a moment. Uh, spoiler: it's less than you think. So you can put Nextcloud on a sp- on a server. I almost said spoiler. You put Nextcloud on a spoiler too, but generally they run it runs on a server, and then you can install applications on various devices to integrate with it. So the the most basic way to integrate with it, I guess, would be a web browser. I think intuitively, or or just sort of ex, your expectation would be, yeah, I've got a. I've got a, a personal cloud somewhere out there. How do I get to it? Well, in a web browser, and you can do that, and it works great. and And the interface is responsive and dynamic. You can log into it on your phone, on your computer, on your on your desktop. It's a great little interface. It works really well on whatever platform you you integrate your you you access it over. But there are other ways as well. So there's a desktop application called, I think, my, uh, no, NextCloud Client, and that acts a lot like Dropbox, or maybe Google Drive, or, or maybe some other equivalent, I, I don't know the other ones, but you know, that kind of service, right, where you have a local folder on your computer, it is bound to a server somewhere, such that when you place a file in this directory, in the background, it gets synchronized back up to your server or if you've made the cha- a change on the server it gets synchronized back down to your computer or if you've made a change to that file on another device it synchronizes through your next cloud onto your other device so in other words you've got that constant always on sort of synchronization for for your files and that's a that's a huge feature i mean that's it's brilliant i've used it in lots of different contexts I've used it for myself, I've used it with other people who, you know, we we might be working on uh, the same file, not at the same time, but like passing, you know, working on the same file at different moments, and then when you turn on your computer in the morning and that person has done their job the previous evening, then you know that you're getting all of their changes uh, automatically. So that's quite nice. That's the the desktop application that I know of. There there may be others, but I mean um, that's the one that I use. Now there are mobile applications as well. I get mine through F Droid on Android, and they do things like well they 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 see they they can synchronize to your Nextcloud instance uh, certainly. There's a chat application called Nextcloud Talk. There is a notes application called Nextcloud Notes, and so on. Uh, oh, a task application. I think it's just actually called Tasks. Lots. Of different applications out there for the different apps that are available in Nextcloud. Not all of them have a a mobile component. So for instance, I do have a calendar installed into my Nextcloud instance, and it is subscribed to various iCalendar... Um, well, I guess iCalendars out there in on the internet from lots of different places. It's the beauty of the iCalendar spec. But there's no there's no Nextcloud calendar app for a mobile, as far as I know, at least. But you can use some other calendaring app, like Etar is one that I found on Fdroid. And of course, you just subscribe. You know, you can just you can dump a uh, subscription list. From Nextcloud, import it into your other calendar. So it's it doesn't matter. You can import. You know, it's 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 all the the open specifications, open source data. You can just you can use it in Nextcloud. And then if there's not a specific a Nextcloud specific thing for whatever device you're on, you just use whatever you're used to. You know, Thunderbird. Uh, has lightning or whatever i think it's lightning right that does the um that does the calendaring in thunderbird uh kmail or, or contact i guess technically uh, whatever calendaring application you normally use on your computer if you use one um whatever calendar you use on your mobile and so on so yes you can use nextcloud on all manner of devices sometimes directly through a web browser and other times in a roundabout way through some kind of dedicated app and then still other times you just use the same data in whatever native application you are accustomed to. Okay, so now let's talk a little bit about installing this thing, and it is a lot easier than you might think. I have Nextcloud installed on a VPS account, so this is not a dedicated server. Well, I should clarify, I have a couple of different, I have two different installs of Nextcloud, one for one set of people, another for another set of people, so uh, one of the accounts is on a pretty good account, on a, on a nice server account that I have a fair amount of access on so that i'll just kind of i'll put there in that pile but there's this other one that i have installed on a yeah it's just a vps slice it's it doesn't have anything fancy this is just your run of the mill bottom of the barrel maybe not bottom of the barrel near the bottom of the barrel kind of server account i've installed nextcloud onto it because it is that easy as long as you can create a mysql database on that server as long as you can do that. Or, well, I guess technically on a server. But it's just, you know, it's going to be easier if it's on that server. So if they give you access to MySQL databases, which I think most of them do, even like the really dirt cheap ones typically have access to that sort of thing. As long as you have a, a database... I mean, heck, I haven't looked lately. There, You may even have an option to have... Something simpler than MySQL uh, for for Nextcloud, but as long as you can have a database and PHP, you're you're pretty much good to go for Nextcloud. And the way I do it is, I grab the the release of Nextcloud, I copy it to the tilde slash public underscore HTML directory of my little server account i untar it there so it's in its own little folder which i call uh, next cloud uh, with no version number and then i link the one with the version number to that folder so that i can get there easily e- easily you know without without typing in the whole version number so next cloud and then you navigate To example.com slash nextcloud, and you go through the setup process. And it really is pretty much that simple. It is, if you've, if you've installed WordPress lately, it's basically that level of simplicity. It's really, really simple. You do have to point it to your database, so you have to know your database name and database password, but that's it. Like, that's all you have to do, and everything else is basically automated for you. It's just the simplest install You can imagine. I even update. Updating Nextcloud doesn't require anything beyond what installing Nextcloud requires. So if you were able to install it in the first place, you'll be able to upgrade. Here's how. So first of all, you want to put your Nextcloud instance into maintenance mode, which, again, if you've ever used, if you've ever administered a WordPress site, then this is kind of familiar to you. Maintenance mode, technically you can do with this, the, the command OCC it is a PHP script that is bundled along with Nextcloud that you should be able to run, but sometimes it doesn't quite work because of ownership over, over who's serving this file. So what I generally do is I just edit the config.php file that you have set up now that you've installed Nextcloud. It lives in the config folder, config/config.php. It was set up for you while you were installing and, and entering locations of databases and so on. So you may not have ever actually edited this file yourself. Just know that it is there. It's in the root directory of your Nextcloud direct of of your Nextcloud install in a folder called config, and it is called config.php. You can search in that file for the string maintenance, which would be set to false right now you'll set it to true just by typing in true instead of false. Delete false, put true in, save it, and now your NextCloud instance is in maintenance mode. If you went there to try to log in, it would warn you, can't do it, it's in maintenance mode. Now if you have a lot of users and you suspect one of them might be using NextCloud right now, then you would want to coordinate this with them to make sure that you're not clobbering something that they're in the middle of working on assuming that you have all that sorted out. Place it in maintenance mode, and then you download the new release, whatever release it is. You shouldn't skip releases. You must release in sequence according to NextCloud documentation. So you next, you get whatever the, you, you iterate upon what you've got installed now. You download the next official release. You can untar that release. This is all done on your server, of course. You'll SSH into your server. You're doing this. You untar that that directory, and let's call that directory uh, temporary. And then you can copy that config file that we just edited from nextcloud slash config slash config dot php to temporary slash config slash and now you need to grab your data, and this is quite important. This is all of your... Well, it's not all of your user data. That, that's not quite correct, because your user data is in a MySQL database somewhere out there that you're, you're not really going to interact with during this process, but some user data is there. So you'll grab your user data, and the data is in a folder, again, in the root of your install of NextCloud. It's in a, a folder called cloud slash data. So you'll want to grab that cloud slash data folder... And copy it over to your temporary directory, the one that you're upgrading to, so that you now have your your all of your data and your configuration in in this next cl- in this new next cloud location that you're you're going to make active. So once you feel pretty good about everything having been copied, you can move the Current nextcloud directory to something like I don't know old cloud-delete-me or whatever you want to call it, and you move temporary to nextcloud or whatever you've been calling your nextcloud install. You called nextcloud cloud my, 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 my myspace. Not isn't, isn't that a thing myspace? Um, then whatever you, you move it to the the location so that it is now the active, although it's still in maintenance mode, but it is now officially you've renamed the folder, it is now your new install you're not done yet though You go into that folder, into that new folder, and you execute this command, php space uh, dot slash OCC space upgrade. Sit back and wait for it to do whatever kind of translation of user data and configuration to account for any new options and new features. And when it's finished, take it out of maintenance mode, open up that config slash config dot php file, set maintenance to false, and now people can log in and continue to use NextCloud. So far, it has always worked like a charm for me. I've never had any problem with NextCloud upgrades, uh, and this, again, this is going over several, several years now. Uh, it's been that simple, and this is this has worked for me on the almost bottom-of-the-barrel server account, as well as my really nice server account that someone is kindly donating to me for my podcasting work. So wherever you're running it, it is easy to run. You can put it on a Pi Run it there from your house. You can put it on a server account somewhere. As long as you've got database and PHP, you're good to go. It's a beautiful thing. You should definitely try it. If for no other reason, just, just to try it. It's, it's really, it, in terms of installs, I mean, it is literally Download it onto your server, untar it, and go to to that location on your server in a web browser and just start stepping through the process. And again, that process really only is point me to a database, show me how to access the database, and and create an initial user. And I think that's about it. So really, really simple, really quick. Give it a go. Once you try it, you're going to love it. So I encourage you to explore NextCloud. Thanks for listening. I hope that was helpful. Talk to you next time.